0: Before we begin, I would like to encourage everyone listening to the podcast to sign up for my upcoming workshop, where we will learn how to improve our relationships with each other while focusing on the relationship with ourselves. The Dowsing Protocol is called the Twin Flame Within Restructuring, and the workshop will be held on Saturday, July 30th on Zoom. Registration for the class is only $80, which is a limited time offer for this date only, so if this is something that you want to add to your dowsing practice, please go to VitalBioEnergetics.com and register today. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now, for today's podcast... Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G. And today's special guest is Darlene Dowdy. Uh, She is known as the multifaceted shaman. She's in in New Hampshire in the Nashua area. And we met at the uh, American Society of Dowsers National Convention. She was one of the vendors in the vendor area. And I was like super intrigued with her dragons and her very cool artifacts and, and tools. I mean, I mean, all things aside, they looked cool, but these were actually tools. These are These are spirituality tools meant to raise one's vibration and to help ground out energies that are that are dragging you down to get you to that higher place. And, and Nina, Uh, Really, really loved your products, especially she purchased one of your um, uh, wing fans, because what she does is when she's doing acupuncture, she waves the fan over somebody and uh, in her mind's eye, the acupuncture points that she needs to needle light up like a Christmas tree. And she has a fan of her own that that she made out of feathers that we found in the woods, And it works quite well, but then when she used your fan, she said it sparkled like a Christmas tree. So she was so, so thrilled about that. So Darlene, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Bill. It's really, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Awesome. So before getting into uh, what you're up to right now, I'm very curious about your journey. What got you to this place where you're making these phenomenal and intricate artifacts. Let us in on that, on that process.
1: Um, I met my now ex-husband and we bought a piece of land in Barrington, New Hampshire. And when we first walked, I walked through the door of the place that had been empty for five years. It was a, it was a dump. And I walked through the back door and the words that came out of my mouth were I'm home. And I was like, wow, that was weird. And my husband then was like, you haven't even seen the place yet. I said, I know, that's really strange. I said, but I'm home. So yada, yada, fast forward a couple few years, we start clearing some trees. I'm walking out with a friend out in the woods and there's a stone wall going all the way across the back of the property. And I'm walking out with my friend and she goes, Darlene, why is there a white round rock in the stone wall? And I'm like, I put it there and I'm like, whoa, not again. Oh no. (laughs) So, So then I got curious and I had my daughter and she just turned 21 this week. And so basically once I gave birth to my daughter, my journey started. I had seen things since age four, but never knew what it was took a path of major drugs and alcohol for many years. And then all of a sudden, this little person I'm responsible for, there's no more drugs, there's no more alcohol. So life-changing experience. And as she grew and got older, we'd go out in the woods and she'd be like, look, mommy, there's a bear on the tree. Look, mommy, there's a horse on the tree. Look, mommy, look, mommy. I was like, "Hmm." she sees them. And I started to see them. So that was my eye-opener. Um, I also worked with a woman from Vermont and cause the first few weeks of pregnancy or actually birthing my daughter, coming home, all that. We will not get into those details. We'll kind of skip through those. <laughs> um, my mom and my sister are working with a healer in Vermont. You've got to have a session with her. I'm like, okay. So I had a session with her and she sent me bear medicine. So I'm laying on my couch in New Hampshire and it was like, my body was cut from head to toe. Like, I was sliced open like like you slice a loaf of bread, yeah. (laughs) And the whole top of my body floated up. I felt bear come in and shove me to the ground, and I was like, "Whoa, what was that?" So that was another component in peace. And then, like, I really was like, "Okay, what is this stuff? What do I need to do? How do I know? How do how can I get more?" It was just it blew me out of the water. So then I studied a little while, uh, got Reiki attuned. And worked with another healer for a few years. And then we birthed Lightworkers New Hampshire. Started meeting more people, holding meetings, gathering people. And I would have the meetings at my house. And everybody would come to my place and go, this place is magical. What is here? What did you do? I didn't do anything at that point in time. I didn't know yet. So I ended up having several people tell me that there was a grave on my property And that when I was ready, I would find it. So um, June Evans, my cohort in in the um, lightworkers group, she's like, yeah, Darlene, there's a pink and white rock on the property. I looked at her and I said, June, we have 45 acres of land. Where am I going to find a pink and white rock? (laughs) I do have pictures of this this documented. So a couple of other friends were like, yeah, I think it's over here. I think it's over there. So what happened is another friend of mine doused. (laughs) So all this spiritual stuff all works together. Another friend of mine doused and she goes, come on, darling, it's down here. And I was like, you're serious. So we walked down the driveway and walked back up into the woods because I was two tenths of a mile off the road. So I was like, "Okay." well, needless to say, there was a pink and white rock with two round circles, a bigger circle and a smaller circle at that point in time. I knew I had found my grave from my past life and that I was a Native American on that land. Wow. And then I started to see the spirits of the natives. They would buzz the windows. I would look out in the trees. I'm a, I'm a seer, so I see. Uh-huh. And I see them in like picture negatives. So before I knew it, I had my father, my higher self, myself, my medicine man, and a few other the tribe members. They would just show up randomly show up and i just and i really was like a major major like holy cow what just happened here i so that's how my journey began wow. and then june and i started the lightworkers group and we started meeting more and more like-minded people and gathering and bringing people together and it's um lightworkers hyphen capital N, capital H on Facebook. We just have a Facebook page. We never started a website or anything because June and I are both busy ladies. And we just, the, the Facebook page basically runs itself at this point. And I believe we're up to almost 2000 members or somewhere around there, 1600. I have lost track. To, to the mo- I was, I've been Darlene Doughty designs for years and I have gone through a huge transformation. I started working with my shaman about six or seven years ago. So I've just grown and expanded and just gotten more and more open to more and more things. And he just helped me to fine tune my skills. I do shamanic energy work. I can do that long, distantly or in person um, at my place in Nashua. Shamans basically are people who go into more or less of a trans state and we tap into the higher realms or we go to the earthly realms. It depends. I call, always call myself multidimensional because I'm here, there, and everywhere. I always tell people it's your guides can my guides are connecting with your guides, and they're giving me what's for your highest and best good. So we always trying to bring bring the best to people. The focus is just helping people. I'm here to serve, to help people on their path, on their journey. I get a lot of questions. How do I do this? What do I do? What's this? What's that? So you just and constantly it's 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 the, Forever evolving, and never really stops evolving. Mm -hmm. And I, my my shaman always says I'm the you know shaman it and training because I haven't learned it all. I'll probably never learn it all, and I don't think any of us ever learn it all. So we just we keep training, we keep learning more, more and more comes, and then. I go out and do fairs all over New England, usually Um, I I was going to start to travel out of the out of the state more out of the out of New England more and then COVID hit. So that kind of put a damper on that for now. And I guess for the last two years of COVID, I've just been like rebooting and refiguring out what's going to work best for me and where do I best fit into the next steps of my life. My product line is I do selenite healing wands that have crystals on them and I wrap them in copper. I do organite, which help breaks up the EMFs from the uh, microwave, cell phones, computers, electronics and organite. Um, I do the dragon heads. I do little owl figurines. I do pendants. I have all my crystal wire wrapped jewelry. I do beaded bracelets I started drum making a few years ago. I tried to go to a drum making class for five years and couldn't get there. And mm. I was like, what am I? It's like, it wasn't the right time. And I went and made the drum and it was like, I had been making my drums my whole life. So hence, back to the native American connection again. Right. And it all came flying back out again. So a lot of this, we call it re-remembering. It's mm-hmm. re-remembering what you've already know and what you've already done from when you were here before. That's kind of how I look at it and that's right. kind of how things have played out over the years. So I, I make rattles. I mean, I just like, I'm a, I'm a toolbox and I've got, you name it for a tool. I do pendulums as well. I do horseshoes with the trees of life in them. A lot of people mm-hmm. have purchased those for like wedding gifts because it's such a unique product. So yeah. I try to stay, I don't do what everybody else does. I mean, everybody does certain things. Some of us cross cross over in the certain product lines all of my designs have been spirit given and even my organite has a little extra and boof, boof, poof in it because, uh, they've told me that, yeah, you've got to put that in too. So right. people will come to my table and go, what's in here. That doesn't feel like that guy's over there. I'm like, yeah, I know <laughs> Spiritually actually been given to me. Um, they come to me in dreams, uh, visions, whatever, however they need to get the message to me, they get the message to me. And sometimes that's challenging. <laughs>
0: One of the things I, I brought up in uh, the talk that I gave at the conference was because I was doing a talk on past lives and your connections to past lives mm-hmm. and that science is showing that time actually exists in a 4 to 6 second interval and all that's all of time and space 4 to 6 seconds and that's yeah. it, and that's all you got there is no time. and so all of your past lives all of everything that's ever existed about you exists in real time So when you're doing that remembering from your past lives, it's not like it's past and you're dead now. It's you're alive and you're connecting to an active memory or an active choice point in that person's existence, depending on what you need to get in that moment. So it sounds like that's absolutely what you're doing, because that person was extremely important. And the fact that you were living on the same land where that person lived
1: Mm -hmm.
0: is another connection point to that. So you had a lot to learn from this person. Yes, I did. And in return, though, they had a lot to learn from you. Right. And so it's it's an equal exchange. So perhaps what they needed to know was that you know, you would be there, that there was a continuation of that energy on that land. There was a continuation that you would still be a custodian of that land. You would continue yes. to heal that land. And no matter what happened there, you would still be there in one form or another being mm-hmm. connected to that. So that sounds really, that sounds to me what happened, but you know, I yeah, always check <laughs> I always check with my dowser, but I think we're, I, I think we've got confirmation there already. I'm, I'm very curious on your, um, the process you go through. So like, for example, the organite dragon heads that you did, I was very intrigued by them because not only because organite, um, if anybody knows is kind of translucent, it's kind of like Amber in that way. Right. Yeah. And so you can put stuff in it. Like a, it's like a resin that you that you can put stuff in and you can see it, you know, like little found objects and that kind of thing. And so when I was looking at these dragon heads, I was like, wait a second. Those are like, those are like washers and and like little, little bibs and bobs and pieces of copper wire. I was like, wow, that's, that's really intriguing. And uh, we knew this artist friend of ours in uh, New Jersey uh, when Nina was part of an artist co-op down there who loved making, um, pictures and and murals and dioramas and whatever that she sold at the art gallery using found objects and she was doing a workshop where she brought in this big bucket of junk that she just collected from yard sales and that kind of stuff and she was like everybody just have allow spirit to just guide you to uh, uh make a beautiful piece of artwork and Um, One of those pieces of artwork is actually hanging in our bathroom because when Nina put it together, it was like a key box and it's got all sorts of neat little bibs and bobs in there. And it's like when I was looking at that dragon, I was like, whoa, that so reminds me of that. And uh, so I'm interested to know what's that all about when you you put that (laughs) together, what
1: happens? (laughs) They're actually a mold and I basically build them upside down and you're right, everything in it but the kitchen sink all old pieces of all my snippets from all my wire wraps. That's where I use a lot of the the copper pieces from because I've always got, I get to the end and I cut it off or whatever. So there's always these pieces of, there's always pieces of wire all over my house. And then I just get an idea and I use bullet casings. Mm -hmm. Friends will drop off old, old jewelry. Uh, I get different things from different people. Another friend of mine, her dad was a, a clock, clock guy he did clocks and stuff and then he passed and the clocks were just basically nothing that we she could use for anything and there's no there was no clock makers around that could use the parts and pieces so i just started breaking them down right so i've got gears and all kinds of funky stuff uh, and i also add the resin the, i use an eco-friendly resin because resin itself is normally pretty toxic. The people who are using car resin; it's pretty dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. I've heard of several people burning their lungs out, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" So I started searching for an eco resin. I studied about organite for about three years before I started making it, and then all my friends were like, "Darling, you got to make this." Darling, you got to make this. So I'm like, "Okay, I'll try it." Uh, and it's it's resin, the crystals, and then the metals. And I'm not giving away my secret recipe. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, you don't have to. <laughs> I, I tell people, but I figure they probably won't remember. And they, <laughs> and it has to be, it's, it's all the resins that I mix in with it. It's, it's a lot of the ancient herb resins, but you have to be careful not to put too much in because then it won't set. So right. I learned that lesson the hard way and threw away a whole tray. Went, oh, that was not good. So lessons learned. And this is, we're is an experiment. Everything's experimental.
0: Right, excellent.
1: Yeah, so um, after it's all said and done, and it sets, usually it, I I have five molds, so I make like five at a time, and I bake them outside because I want the sun energy within them as well. Ooh, nice. And if the moon's out, they stay outside overnight if it's not going to rain. And they um, when I when I go to pull them out of the molds. I get a name channeled to me. So each one of my dragons has a little name and where these names come from, that's definitely spirit because this yeah. is stuff I go, what is that? I have to like ask, sometimes I have to ask twice to make sure I've got it right. So all my dragons get a name. So I do the skulls too. I do the the, uh, the skulls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the skulls don't get names, just the dragons.
0: Well, I mean, the the, the dragons are from a, a parallel realm too. So in uh, Nina does a lot of journeying herself, which is again, one of the things that we really, you know, had a great connection here too. The um, even the, the time temple charts; those were inspired from a uh, a journey that Nina did, mm-hmm. and where she, she met with these people in the lower realm uh, who uh, she calls the red people. They they because okay. they, and then they provided her with the technology. they, they mm-hmm. provided her with this. Yeah. You're going to be using these you know interlocking circles and they're going to be doing mm-hmm. some really cool things mm-hmm. and, and when she came because we were developing these these t- charts for a long time because we we had an inspiration that they were going to be doing and we were like okay there's so these all these circles what do we do with all these circles right. and then the inspiration came in through that journey mm-hmm. to you know we need to interlock them and then after we interlocked them and I started using them I was like wow these are super powerful then yes. we went back and we did the things. research yeah. mm-hmm. and we got so much confirmation from the research from from time research and from mathematicians and whatever uh yes. we had a mathematician take a look at our stuff and he was like wow this is this is so much like so and so's uh theory of of concentric circles did you did you research that and like i have no idea what you're talking about but that's really really cool that yeah. this is that it was such a perfect representation of a uh of something an an advanced mathematical formula or whatever mm-hmm. that somebody had already done and it's all available in the different realms right because it's everything exists in a mm-hmm. four to six second interval mm-hmm. it's, it's really neat
1: yeah because i've so. had i've had some wild stuff happen over the years and i've worked with the angels And then I go work with, I call them the fairies and the fae. Um, I just had a really wild experience through COVID. I went to sleep or went to go to bed one night and um, COVID has changed my life for the better. And I was in a cocoon of light and I was like, (gasps) I called my shaman. I'm like, am I getting suffocated out here or what? He goes, no, that's your healing cocoon. I went, okay. He goes, Well, go back to the healing cocoon. And I'm like, all right. I couldn't get back to the healing cocoon. I ended up with the wizard. A little wizard guy so he was really cool and i had hands on both my crystals because i have to i have my andara crystal, and i have my moldavite that i sleep with every night and most people mm-hmm. go moldavite how do you sleep with that i just do <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and um i went to the, the went to the wizard and he was throwing me colors he was throwing me all the chakra colors so he helped me to realign my chakras through through journeying or through meditation whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and then um A few nights later, it was the full moon and the eclipse that we just had. And I had the window open and the wind was blowing just right. And it was like I was going in the ocean. And I ended up in the ocean. And I went and talked to the dolphins and the whales and the sharks. And then I went down to the coral reef. And then I kind of blacked out for a while. And then I was at the center of the earth. And I went, whoa, this was wild. And uh, where I was standing at the center of the earth, there was three pyramids divinely, uh, divinely, I'm getting divinely aligned. There was a big one in the middle and two small ones on each side. Mm -hmm. And I went, okay, what's this, what's this for? And then to the right-hand side, I could just see multiple layers and layers and layers of rock and stuff. And it just, it was red and tan, red and tan. I need to draw this out and I haven't done it yet. (laughs) I've got to do it before I forget it. I don't think I'm going to forget this one for a while though, because it was pretty, it was pretty prolific. So I've gone from the heavens yeah. to the, center, or the heavens and beyond. I've definitely been in different universes and different galaxies and I, I see different things and then back to the core of the earth. So that, that was a quite the trip.
0: So another thing that we're really into is community. Uh, that's really? something that we really are, are trying to do that through our podcast. We're trying to do that through vital bioenergetics. We're trying to build a larger community of people of people, light workers, people who consider themselves light workers, whether they're professional or not, it really doesn't matter if you could be an amateur light. light worker and still be doing the work. But the the most important aspect, and I believe that of someone who thinks of themselves as a light worker or someone who wants to be a light worker is intention. I intend to expand my consciousness. I intend to act with integrity, to act with, with love and light and all of my in all of my actions and all my beliefs. And so, so I was so excited when you were telling me about the light workers group. And so, so let's talk a little bit about that. And because I think that, I think our listeners are going to want to check you out on your Facebook page. So your Facebook page is lightworkers-nh New, capital New Hampshire. Capital
1: capital H. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. And the capital N, capital H. So when they go there, what will they what kind of community are they going to find
1: what we've got going on right now is basically an events page every once in a while somebody will pop in with a question and anybody who sees it will respond to with an answer to help them out uh we were doing monthly meetings that's kind of subsided again because of covid i'm hoping to get something going again uh, cause we were having pretty good turns turnouts of like, you know, 15, 20, 15, 10, 15, 20 people would gather. So once people gather, that's when things start to shift and change and energetically, mm-hmm. we just, uh, again, June Evans and I started it and her husband, Jerry was in spirit and he's like, build it and they will come. And we sat there for a couple of years. We started this in 2014. So it's, it's been around for a while. And he's like, build it and they will come. And we're like, okay. So went on Facebook, built the page. First time I ever built a Facebook page. had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. Did it anyway. And we sat at like 20, 30 people for like months and months and months. And then all of a sudden, the more I got out, the more I started talking about it, the more other people started hearing about it, the more they started sharing it. And it's just expanded and grown over the years. And I think about 90% of the people that are in there are actually people from New Hampshire. Right. And we also have sister groups. We have Maine, we have Massachusetts, we have Connecticut. Uh, it's either North or South Carolina, I forget, uh, Florida, Louisiana and North Dakota, I believe it is. So we've, and the ultimate goal was to have one in every state and then to have one in every County and then to have one in every town. I don't know if I'm going to be in existence on this earth again long enough to accomplish that mission, but I, I pray that I find somebody that has that passion that June and I have had over the years to continue that once we're not here anymore. Right. So I think that could be a really cool thing. Well, uh,
0: you know, I think we're going to start one in, in Vermont. So you uh, <laughs> We'll we'll set that up to to make me the admin for the uh, Lightworkers Vermont and we'll see where it goes. I mean, who knows? Yeah,
1: we'll- you never know because I just, I my Florida, the Florida page today, I had a couple of people come, in, come into that. So you just, you never know. It's somebody's scrolling and they find, you know, they're looking, they're looking, they're searching. So boom. And you just, you have people and two people's a gathering. That's all it takes is two people with an idea for things to just take off and you just never know where it's going to go. I never thought we'd see this many people on this page, but it's definitely getting there.
0: And also we have to remember that people are waking up, that people yes. are are Thank becoming God. more in touch with um, this idea of uh, love and compassion and, mm-hmm. and uh, growing consciously. And it really doesn't matter all of the chaos that's happening in the world because it's just a symptom mm-hmm. of what is passing. And yes, it's going to pass, with it's going to be kicking and screaming the whole time as it passes which is yes. fine it will pass we don't mm-hmm. need to engage it <laughs> as no. it's passing no. what we need to engage in is community what we need mm-hmm. to engage in is reaching out and touching one another and saying it's okay
1: yeah it's we're all okay we're and it's only it.
0: going to get better from here
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. intentions back to the intentions again Absolutely. And I had a, uh, one of my teachers along the, the path of my journey, best words of advice I ever got from him was get out of your head and live in your heart. And I was like, well, how do I do that? Because <laughs> it's like, how do you do that when you don't know? And you're always the mind's always going 100 miles an hour. Right. And it's, it's just bringing yourself coming within yourself and connecting your chakras and knowing, bringing that energy in and connecting in the heart. And not jumping into things that you go, okay, yeah, the brain says, yeah, and the body goes, you kind of get that gut instinct that I always suck mm-hmm. stick by your gut. That's my pendulum. That's what I use. When my gut goes, nope, it's like, okay, nope, this isn't for me. Then when it goes, yes, I'm like, okay, I'm in full force, full bore. So let's do it. But that was a big concept for me to grasp. That was, that was a challenging one for quite a, quite a while. And then I got it and went, like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm pretty much one that lives in the present moment. I'm not living in the past. I book a few things in the future, but I don't get too far ahead of myself. I set it up Mm -hmm. so I'm there. So I am present when I get there. But being present is another huge part of of life. And everybody's so worried. Oh my God, look what happened 20 years ago. Well, that was 20 years ago. It's done. It's over. Dump that shit. Sorry. (laughs) Dump it. We don't need it. We got through what we needed to get through. Praying that we learned the lessons from what we were supposed to. Right. And if you didn't learn the lessons, then you're going to go back and do it again. Yeah. And another I, I come from the school of hard knocks. It took me quite a while to figure things yeah. out. But now that I'm on my path and my journey and everything has shifted and changed, it's life is different. Right,
0: And we can actually go back and change that the energy of those past events also. We, yes, we can Say, exactly. OK, well, all right. That was, that. you know, that was a really bad day. OK, yes. I get it. It was a bad day. But right. what did I learn from it? I learned some great stuff. OK, so let's go back and change the trauma and turn it into a lesson and that way we take the trauma out of the out of the event and now we've got something good going
1: and another thing i find is that i was talking with a, a client this afternoon and we had a we had a session and it's like we have been so taught to just you know, as kids, it was sit down and shut up. I'm a kid of the 60s and 70s. So sit down, shut up, sit down, shut up. So you get to the point, we're talking about the throat chakra. Whereas now that we're older, we're like, we're just learning how to speak now. And I'm going to be 57 in a few weeks. And I'm just really now processing emotions. Like I wasn't allowed to have emotions. I didn't know what emotions were. And now it's like, Drop of a hat, I'll start bawling my eyes out. I'm like, what's going on here? This is so not me, because I wasn't allowed to have emotional feelings. So as a kid, you're like, okay, this is, you know, you don't, what we do, what our parents, grandparents, I mean, I know we're growing up in different times, things are completely different, but that stuff is ingrained in your head because your parents are your teachers, your first teachers, the first three to five years of your life before you really get out and start working with other people and learning things from other people. Right. So it's that that's detrimental time. And I realize that now. I wish I had realized it 21 years ago because some of the things I do with my daughter, I go, oh damn, I shouldn't have done that. What do you do? We we go with what we know and what we've learned and what we've been taught. Right. And I think this is another thing that people really don't realize. But you can shift and change all that. We can change anything we want to change. You just have to want it bad enough.
0: So let's talk about how people can find you because I, again, your stuff is really, really cool. So I hope that people can have a chance to get out and, and find you live or on the, on the web or whatever. So let's All right. let people know um, where to find you.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm so I'm social media is not my gig. And I, I know I need to get better at it. I'm, I'm getting there. And I'm, I'm just, I've just recently divorced as well. So I've been moving a lot in the last two years. So this is kind of a whole reboot for me and everything as well. My website is not quite up yet. So I'm going to work with a couple different people, get some pictures up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I want to start doing lives like on on whatever Facebook lives. Uh, Darlene Dowdy on Facebook, Multifaceted Shaman. I think I've got that Instagram page up. Okay. I think I've got a couple posts up there. So I'm getting there. It's just, I'm, I'm going through a major transformation and a major rebirthing myself. So, so it's what kind like, of
0: shows can people f- expect to find you at?
1: Um, I'm usually at holistic events. I will be at the Barnstable Fair this year in Barnstable, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I will be at the Marshfield Fair in Marshfield, Massachusetts. I will be at the Hopkington Fair in Hopkinton, New Hampshire. And I will be at the Topsfield Fair at the end of September. No, that's like October. That's like the last week of September into October. Um, Columbus Day weekend for the Topsfield Fair,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I will be in Marlboro at the Natural Living Expo. So those those are my locations for this year. I'm going to try to get that on my Facebook page. Like I said, yep. I'm major transformations right now. So I'm shifting gears from all different places and spaces, and <laughs> making stuff, getting ready for the big events, and just going for it and see where life takes me. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, I think this is year number six or seven for me from Marlboro. And last year was my best year ever. So I'm hoping to top that again this year.
0: If you want to check out the Lightworkers New Hampshire page, it's on Facebook.
1: Lightworkers hyphen capital N capital H.
0: That way you can uh, find out more about Darlene. You can find more about the the group in general and just ask to join up. And then who knows, you may have found your community there.
1: It's, it's, it's quite an adventure and quite a journey.
0: So thank you very much. And thank you very much, our listeners, for listening. And we will catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.